All right, guys, I don't want to waste too much of your time here in the intro. Like the video if you like it. Subscribe to the channel if you love entertainment and pop culture as much as I do. This is my top 10 most anticipated films of 2023 in no particular order. Let's jump into it. All right, first up, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. This is the first one I think that comes out this year that I that I really am looking forward to. Um, you're going to notice a recurring theme here. A lot of superhero stuff, comic book based stuff, a lot of sci-fi stuff, and a lot of action stuff. That's my genres. That's the stuff I'm really, really into. So that's going to make up the majority of my list this year. M much like most years. Anyway, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is finally going to introduce us to the, you know, really scary version of Kang. Uh, this is kind of the main villain of this multiverse saga phase of the MCU. Cannot wait, because Jonathan Majors is amazing in everything. Everything I see him in. And he's in several of the movies that I'm going to talk about here on this list. The guy's in everything. The guy's awesome in everything. And I can't wait to see him as, like, super villainous Kang. After seeing him and, and seeing him, him kind of introduced in the Loki series as as a um, a nicer version, uh, a more reasonable version of the character. Now we get to see a different multiversal version, and the movie looks sinister. The movie looks like there's going to be some heart wrenching stuff in it. Um, love Paul Rudd, uh, and and I still think Ant Man, the original Ant Man film, is one of the most underrated MCU films of all. I absolutely loved that film. I, I loved it the first time I saw it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, the second one was all right. And uh, I'm looking for this third one to really, really like start digging into the multiverse for the MCU. Really getting into what this, this phase of the MCU is supposed to be all about. We've kind of been beating around the bush up until now. I think Loki gave us the most. Uh, maybe a little bit with uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But this is going to, I think really dig into this villain, this main villain of this, you know, big three-part segment of the MCU. I cannot wait to see Jonathan Majors in this role. And I can't wait just to see this, the story. I can't wait to see what happens to, to really kick off this multiverse era. All right. Next up, we have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. I'm just excited that it's a Part 1. I can't believe they're going to do a, a two-movie storyline. The last two movies did kind of like bleed into each other. They did got to go back-to-back -back really well. And I'm a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. So I was a massive fan of the very first Mission Impossible film. I saw it back in 1996 when it first released in theaters. I bought it on VHS and wore that tape out. I absolutely love Mission Impossible. Now, 2 and 3... Not so much. I figured that after that third one, they weren't going to make anymore. I, that's honestly how I felt about the franchise. But man, did that franchise, did Tom Cruise, did Paramount, did all of them up the ante big time with the fourth film. Four, five, and six were absolutely incredible. Not only action-wise, stunt-wise, but character-wise, the people that they brought in, um, just the espionage, the the, the storylines, the storylines were so damn good, and that's what I kind of felt was missing from uh, Mission Impossible Two and Mission Impossible Three. Um, I I think four, five, and six really upped upped its game and became like a franchise you could be proud to be a fan of. 
And I cannot wait for Dead Reckoning Part 1. These movies just keep getting better and better. Alright, next on the list is one that, I'll be honest, it keeps moving further and further down the excitement list for me. uh, Only because of all the controversy around it. Uh, But it is The Flash. Now, this has been, you know, being being made for several years now. Um, I, I was really looking forward to it in the beginning. I was super excited that they were going to bring in different versions of characters. They're going to bring in Michael Keaton's version of Batman somehow. Uh, I was really excited for this because I like this multiversal stuff. I, as you can tell, I, I'm really excited for the Ant-Man and the Wasp. This, I just don't know what's going on at Warner Brothers now. Like, I don't know if this movie is even going to matter, and I think that makes me care a little bit less. Um, but I am excited to see what they do with the DC multiverse. I want to see if they use this as a kind of reset point, a way to start over with this James Gunn uh, DC universe that they're they're trying to start up o- over there at Warner Brothers. Um, I, I you know I have faith in James Gunn. I think he is an amazing filmmaker, uh, writer, and I'm excited to see what he brings. But in between, we're, we're kind of like in this law. It's like this 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 lawless like a like a lame duck session, right? Where we got a couple of these movies that still have to come out. And uh, I just don't know where it fits in or, or if it's going to matter. Also, I don't really like Ezra Miller as the Flash. Uh, it's just, I don't know, aside from his character outside of, you know, uh, acting, I, I don't care about that whatsoever, really. Um, doesn't seem like the most stand-up guy, but um, I just didn't like him as Barry Allen. He's, he's not my Barry Allen. But I'm excited for the film. It's supposed to be huge. They've saved it at Warner Brothers. With all the cancellations, all the stuff they've gotten rid of, there's got to be something special about this for them to keep it around. So I'm excited to see what that is. Um, although I am a little, you know, reluctant to get too hyped for it. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Next up, another Marvel Cinematic Universe entry Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The trailer for this is already out as well. Um, another heart-wrenching looking trailer. It feels like we're really going to be digging in to some emotional stuff in the MCU in this in this this phase. And, you know, the reason I like the MCU so much is not the superheroics, right? It's not the huge action, action sequences and set pieces. It's for the storytelling, you know, the storytelling, the character-to-character interactions. And Guardians of the Galaxy is really all, you know, it's a... It's the Fast and the Furious of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? It's all about family, right? And but it's it's about finding family in in places you wouldn't expect. You know that that your actual family doesn't have to be your family. And I absolutely love the Guardian series, both films, and I I adore the holiday special. Um, I can't get enough of this, but it looks like some heart-wrenching stuff is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if some people get killed off in this film, and that's just one that I'm like on the edge of my seat waiting for. I think I'm a little bit more hyped, at least right now, for the Ant-Man film, but this is, I mean, this is right behind it. I'm super excited to see what this does and if this furthers the multiverse saga any further. I I feel like they have to. I feel like these, these next few MCU films really have to start digging into it because for the past year, for all of Phase 4 of the MCU, they didn't, you know, they barely scraped the surface. So I think they really have to dig in so that they can bring it home with Phase 6. All right, next on the list, another franchise that I have fallen in love with from the first film and 
been excited for every single film after that to, to release. That's Keanu Reeves in the John Wick Chapter 4. Who doesn't love these films? If you're a fan of action films, you like John Wick. You know, even if you don't love it, you've got to appreciate it. It's awesome, nonstop action. It's like spy thriller shit. It's it, it's so good. I like it. and it's simple. Like the, the the simplicity of the story, the fact that he comes out of retirement in the first film because they killed his dog. Basically, that's it. Because they killed his dog. That was it. He, he you know he had to get revenge for his dog, and that kicked off this crazy spiraling of events that led him, you know, to being hunted all over Earth by this gigantic network of assassins um i like i said and it just keeps going right every time like every movie ends you're like man this is gonna just keep going it doesn't seem like it comes to an end at all it always seems like oh shit what's gonna happen next and then a year or two later we get another film now john wick 4 is supposed to come out several years ago like pandemic i think 2020 john wick 4 is originally supposed to come out so um i'm really excited to finally see it a lot of these movies were like pandemic era films that we did not get to see because of the pandemic uh, that they put off in hopes that they would they would do better you know when everything opened back up so john wick chapter four man i i absolutely cannot wait to see this next up another comic book related film the follow-up to one of my favorite comic book films of all time and that is spider-man across the spider-verse the sequel to enter the spider-verse that film it it did so much it won awards, but not only that, it was just such great storytelling. It's like, it did, It did, I guess, inclusion and bringing in another version of a character the right way. You know, it, it didn't feel forced. It felt completely natural, and they did it so well. And, it you know, it delves into that world of a multiverse. I absolutely love that type of storytelling. I like... One Spider-Man running into a different version of Spider-Man, running into a different, or maybe a sinister version of the same character, different versions of the villains that they're used to. Man, I cannot wait to see this. They got Spider-Man 2099 in this one. Who knows whatever what other versions of Spider-Man they're going to bring in. Are we going to get some Venom crossover or something like that? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm super excited for it. Like I said, it, the, watching the first film was like watching a comic. It's the closest I've ever gotten to watching a comic book on screen. Like with the way they did the animation, it looked like comic book pages. Um, they had the little uh, the the uh, Comics Code Authority stamp in the beginning of the film. They really brought it home and made it feel like a comic book. And I absolutely love that about it. Hoping for more of the same in the second film, and it looks like it's not going to disappoint. All right, next up, we have Dune Part 2. Now, I didn't think Dune, the first Dune film um, was, or Part 1, that came out a couple years ago, was like the end-all, be-all of dramatic sci-fi, but I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, Amazing set pieces, fantastic cinematography the acting was stellar throughout i absolutely loved it um like i said it it was it's not like the top tier of science fiction film for me uh, like it is for some people some people just you know fell absolutely in love with it Um, but i thought it was solid and i definitely want to see how it plays out because i feel like we didn't get anywhere in the first film like there is so much more story to tell here and i cannot wait to see 
how it comes out. I never saw the original Dune film. I've heard that it's it's kind of strange, kind of confusing, and, you know, that they couldn't quite do what should have been done when, uh, you know, bringing this story to screen. And so I didn't even give it a chance. Um, maybe it is good. Maybe you think it's good. Let me know. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy to just get this version of Dune. Like I said, I was very happy with the first film, and, and I, I just want to see how it plays out. I don't know the story, so I've never read Dune. I've never seen the first, uh, the, the original 70s film, uh, or 80s film, whatever it was. Uh, I, and so I'm excited to see this version of Dune and see how it plays out. Like I said, I have no idea where it's going or how it's going to end, so pretty pumped for that. All right, next up is the maybe only non-action adventure uh, superhero slash sci-fi film on this list, and that is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. And this is going to be, I, I mean, we're used to kind of weird uh, visual spectacle type, uh, very heady, cerebral films from Christopher, Christopher Nolan, like interesting ways to tell stories. Um, but this looks like it's going to be a pretty straightforward biopic uh, of Oppenheimer, the scientist who was recruited after World War II, or, or during World War II, the scientist who was recruited and, and helped work on the Manhattan Project and develop the first atomic weapon for the United States. So, and the cast looks amazing. So, I mean, I was already like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in an Oppenheimer story, sure. But then when I saw that obviously he's bringing back uh, Killian Murphy, um, because he's in all of Christopher Nolan's films at some point. Uh, but also, this is bringing in Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, which if you have listened to this channel for any length of time, then you know I'm a huge fan of Florence Pugh. Uh, Matt Damon, Jack Quaid, uh, Emily Blunt, Josh Hartnett. This is going to be a hell of a film. I, I bet you this is going to be like... Um, on the list for many, many awards this year. I almost guarantee it. Just the lineup of of actors in the film and then just, you know, the obviously the uh, the direction of Christopher Nolan. I would not doubt that this is going to be, like, mentioned in every award circle there is all the way up until next year's awards, and I guarantee you it will bring home a few. And like I said, I haven't even seen... A snippet of it yet so <laughs> I but I can just imagine all the talent that surrounds this it's got to be something special so I cannot wait to see that and hey that's one of the movies that I might be able to actually drag my wife to on this list because she's not a huge superhero um, action adventure sci-fi type of person uh, but I'm sure she'd be interested in watching something like that all right believe it or not this next film is probably my most anticipated film. I said it's in no particular order, and it's not. Uh, but I got to say, I am so hyped for all of these Creed films. I have been since the first one came out. Uh, Creed 2 I was talking about for more than a year before it was released. And Creed 3 looks spectacular. As I said, this is the second movie on this list starring Jonathan Majors. Um, and man, I can't wait to watch this. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors... Um, it, the trailer looks incredible. 
Uh, we're finally, you know, and, and I hate to say finally, but I mean, we're, we're getting away from having to connect everything to the Rocky franchise and, and having it kind of break off into its own franchise. And while I am a little saddened uh, that Sylvester Stallone is not really connected with the project in any way, I feel like he should always be in some way connected. Um, I, I, either way, I was saying before Creed 2 even came out that uh, I thought maybe they might kill Rocky off in Creed 2, and I guess essentially they kind of did because they sent him away and Sylvester Stallone doesn't have anything to do with the film. Um, but uh, So they might as well have killed off the character. Uh, but I always wanted it to kind of go off in its own direction. I never wanted like the third film to just be, oh, well, in the second film we fought the son of one of Rocky's foes. Now, in the next one, we'll fight another son of a Rocky foe, like Clubber Lang's son or something like that. You know, it's Spider Rico's son. Uh, I didn't want to see that play out like that and get just really ridiculous and repetitive, and I'm super happy to see that they're taking this in a different direction. It looks awesome. Uh, Jonathan Majors looks jacked as hell. Um, Michael B. Jordan always looks jacked as hell, but Jonathan Majors, holy shit, man, is that dude jacked in this film. Uh, cannot wait for Creed 3. This, I mean, it just looks so good. I get hyped every single time I watch the trailer. So yeah, pretty pumped for that. All right, last but not least on this list, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Harrison Ford in general. Um, I mean, just as a person, because he doesn't seem to really care about acting. I, 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 I It's almost humorous how, like, how much of a shit he does not give about anything. Like, he doesn't seem interested in, like, Star Wars fandom or or any anything else. Indiana Jones, like, all these huge franchises he was a part of. He just seems to be very nonchalant about it. Like, eh, it's whatever, you know, it's, it's acting. Um, it's a paycheck. Uh, setting that aside, I'm a massive fan of Indiana Jones. And while I said it would be hard to drag my wife to any of these, I think she will go see Indiana Jones. That is the one uh, kind of action-adventure franchise that she is a big fan of and so maybe I will be I actually might be able to drag her to that before Oppenheimer so maybe two two films on this list I can take her to uh, but very excited to see the next chapter in the Indiana Jones story it's got to be the final chapter in the Indiana Jones story right how long can Harrison Ford keep doing this um, but um, you know I'm in the minority I, I even liked you know the last film the Crystal Skull I, I even enjoyed that one. I like Shia LaBeouf, so, I mean, what can I say? It, was it weird? Did it feel a little bit off compared to the other Indiana Jones films? Yeah, definitely did. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping to see a return to form on this one. I definitely, so that it feels a little bit more like um, even Last Crusade, which I really enjoyed. But definitely Razor of the Lost Ark um, and, and, and Temple of Doom. But I, I, I'm just excited to see what they do with it. I mean, who knows what it's going to be like. We saw a trailer, um, but those never really tell you a whole lot, at least not the first trailers. But come on, man. It's Indiana Jones. How can you not be happy to see one more Indiana Jones film in this franchise? Super excited about that. All right, guys. As I said at the beginning of the video, if you like this video, please hit the thumbs up. Show everyone else that you liked it. Help it get recommended to other people. Um, and also, leave me a comment. Let me know. You know, do you agree with this list? Uh, do you have a different list? What 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 does your list look like? Put put your top ten in the comments below, or you can reach out on Instagram or Twitter at Real Brett Scott. Let me know over there. Let's talk about it. I love talking entertainment and pop culture, and that's what I do here on this channel. Just about every day, I'm on here talking something entertainment and pop culture. So if that's something that you can vibe with, then please 
subscribe to the channel or favorite or follow Daily BS Podcast. And if you do decide to stick around, then I will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks.